Hey y'all, Treasury here with Picture Me Living. Drink of the hour. Crown and Coke. That's kind of been my go-to when I'm sick of Reposado. In the Nejo, when I'm just sick of tequila. You know, I had to get off the Blanco, y'all. It's been giving me some severe heartburn. Um... It's a couple brands that don't, but I know Don Julio, it's a no for me, even with ice. I know my friends out there, it's like, bitch, you put ice in all your drinks. I do. <clears throat> um, acid reflux and heartburn was just introduced to me, I would say, mid-35, like 35 and a half, definitely 36, I was like... I was definitely reminded that, like, you know, you're getting older. Yeah. Heartburn, acid reflux, all that. And I know it's not an age thing. Um, <clears throat> some people have acid reflux, like, since their teenage years. But um, mine is definitely diet and uh, liquor. <laughs> to say the least I have friends that all they want to do is take shots and it's like girl if you don't chill that and get out my face I'm beyond my shot years and my shot decisions yet here I am taking shots with my friend if you're on TikTok check out my TikTok video with my friend Courtney um Courtney was the um the guest on thirst trapping and she is the shot police that is her nickname that i so graciously gave her because you could be you know ready to go as you'll see in a tiktok video <laughs> and she'll be like no let's take another shot and it's like girl what are we trying to accomplish here anyway I, um, y'all hear me chew the ice. I think my iron is really low. That's how I monitor it. If you're anemic, how do you monitor your low iron? Whenever I'm chewing ice incessantly, whenever I crave it, it's like, okay, you need to take an iron pill, girl, before you pass out somewhere. Lots of women are anemic. Men, if you don't understand that, Google it or ask your girlfriend, sister, partner, whatever you got going on, mom. And um, yeah, lots of women. I'm not going to get into deets on this episode, but lots of women are anemic. And I have an even um, more severe case of anemia, but it's not um, sickle cell anemia. I've gotten tested for that several times because people have, um, doctors have literally thought like, oh, you got sickle cell and I got tested and they're just confused. So it's just a more um, severe case of anemia. I'm not the bitch that's cold everywhere though. Um, I got a little thicker skin than that, but I definitely chew ice. Like I said before in a previous episode, I like grainy things like washing powder, the sand on the beach. Um, like right now I really want to play and some washing powder. I actually started watching this TV show on Netflix. And this guy buried somebody last night on the TV show. And 
I was gritting my teeth like, oh, I wish I could just help him bury this guy in this dirt or whatever. Like, that's just how bad the anemia um, symptoms are for me. Tap in. Because when I talked about that before, people really, women really DM me. I didn't, I didn't expect that. I was just talking shit. But women really felt like, wow, I can, you know, relate to this woman because I too like washing powder. <laughs> so I'm not the only weirdo. So I have a funny episode coming up. And uh, after that interlude, I did want to like recap some things. First of all, for the people that ask, um, and this is following the L.A. trip that I just took, I went to a funeral and um, I'll tell you with who in a second. But I posted a lot of my grandmother and her sisters and people, even when I was growing up, people used to be like, you got a white grandmama, your grandmama white. I said this before on the podcast. Um, I got joned a lot for that, which I don't see why I was getting joned for that. Like, you know, we're all human. Like, what's the difference between someone's skin color? But, you know, you know how them project, you know how them project kids be. You already know how kids is already, but project kids is a different type of bad. They just disrespectful for no reason. Just rude. Like, ugh, but matter of fact, I know for a fact I talked about this. I actually remember the segue. So what was worse, though, is as I got older and I got around other races, and this is after I defended my grandmother's skin color, right? And I defended people that look like her. The people that look like her used to, be, used to say, oh, what happened to you? Why are you so dark? Like, wait a damn minute. Sip my drink out of that. So, I did get a couple of those DMs. It wasn't like, nobody said it like that. Um, But I know that it, that is a question <laughs> that people ask. Well, when you have sex with black men, and that generation also has sex with black men, I mean... You get this beautiful brown caramel. I mean, the fuck? What happened to you? Just kidding. Everyone's beautiful. Um, I did get that a lot, though. I did. And I got it uh, even more in the Navy from the other direction. And that that's what really offended me. Like, wow. You really asking me that? It was just, you know, tip of the tongue. Like, they really couldn't believe that, you know... Like, are you adopted? Like, no, this is my actual maternal grandmother, you know? Um, And it was surprising to social media to see that they all, the four maternal, um, the four matriarchs all look alike. And they all got the same personality. So if you know my grandma, um, maybe we'll talk about that one day. Um, but the thing that I did want to highlight, and I talked to someone close to me that was close to their late grandmother to make sure that this was okay. Um, 
Because my journey is very misunderstood, obviously. Um, If I could think of one adjective to describe me the best, it would be misunderstood. That's beautiful, but it is also, it's uncanny. It's very, you know, it could be looked at negatively, um, misunderstood, right? So for years, friends would not necessarily bully me. I can't think of another term. Um, but I think pressure is a better term, but they would pressure me into relationship, um, closeness, I guess, with my grandmother because of their lack of relationship with their late grandmothers or their grandmothers that live far away. Cause you know, the Navy puts you far away or whatever. And people would say things like, um, man, you only get one. Man, you got to, I wish I had mine here. Man, you got, listen. (laughs) So this person that's close to me, um, by the time I started this friendship with this person, I had started to be, I started to get boundaries with my grandmother around that same time. So it's very dynamic, right? Um, And I used to have this phrase, you know, when people would say that. This ain't your regular grandmother, okay? <laughs> and people had to see it. And then they'll be like, oh, I got one friend that, I, that you know, I'm not close with anymore, but I've known her the longest. And she know. And she would correct people for me like, uh-uh, uh-uh. nope, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. This is granny and we love her, but don't do that to Trey. So this one particular close friend that I talked to the other day, um, yeah, we had a conversation about that and we just went down the timeline and his whole thing was when he lost his grandmother, his world ended. I mean, he was just distraught and this was right when I met this person, right? So when we began like a friendship a year and a half, two years later, he was like, ooh, she got a grandma. Like, and she close to her granny. Like, he was just super excited to be my friend. And I gave him the, you know, the speech. Like, this ain't a regular granny. <laughs> and uh now, all these years later, like, you know, over a decade later, he's like, yeah, no. And his exact words were, you know, you can't use the term bully when it comes to your friends. You know, you, you can say something like pressure because, you know, it's not a bully. It's just that they don't know. Right. And there's no way for you to show them. They don't know the history. They don't know anything other than this sweet picture that you posted and the sweet persona that she has is not what she shows. She She's a sweet lady. It's just, you know, me. It's just family or whatever. And I said all that to say, I did expect one thing with her and her sisters, and I got another thing, and it was beautiful. I expected um, arguments. I'm going to be honest. Um, That's what I saw when I was little, when she was around her sisters. Um, That's what I see with her and her daughter. And that's what I see with her and I. So that's just what I expected. And they argued, but it was cute, though. It was really cute. Um, They disagreed. I mean, that's human. But 
we'll get into we'll get into it one day. We'll get into it. Um, the best way I could describe my grandmother is the bishop that y'all see online or the pastor that y'all see online that's aggravated with the audience. And that's I, if you haven't seen it, that's fine. You just you, you're going to miss out on the reference. <laughs> but that's definitely Granny AF like, yeah. So, um and her sisters are very similar in personality. Um as you can see, they had a lot of trauma. They have a lot to talk about that I think that they avoided. And I'm not going to touch on that because it ain't my story to tell. And hopefully, because um, my Aunt Ryua has a lot of um, stories to tell. Like she actually has like books and books and books of just stories. And she's a great storyteller, obviously. But that was a very heavy story that she told, and you could kind of see how that ties into, you know, the frustration that my grandmother has. And that is that is why I am very patient with her, very patient with her. She's had a hard life. They all have. Um, so I just try my best to be as patient as I can. With that being said, I went to my Uncle Sam's funeral, and my Uncle Sam is um and i'm not really included in this family um if you look on my social media you rarely see them we're rarely invited anywhere um hopefully that changes i'm gonna keep it positive and i thought me moving to utah would change that and it didn't we only got embraced by like two people uh one being my cousin ayana that um I mean, we send each other memes and videos literally every day. And um, my late cousin, Mona Lisa. But you can see it's a huge family. It's a very huge family. And hopefully that will change. We're really out of sight, out of mind in Atlanta because Granny moved here away from everybody. So I have nothing to do with that. I'm just a product of that. But one day... My Uncle Sam, he's special needs, and my great-grandmother was taking care of him at the time when I was a kid, and uh, they came and stayed with us for a while, and um, he was like a grown man in his 40s, and he went outside to play with me and my friends, and we demolished Tag. I mean, we demolished. I won every freaking tag game there was because of my uncle sam right and it got to a point where (laughs) in their visit the kids would come and request him to come outside and not me like that's just how lit it was and he's just that's the memory that i have of him is very innocent it's very fun it's very playful and it's a very happy memory so i definitely went out of my way to show my respect um, so the interlude, I want to do more of those. Um, I would like to sit down and interview my grandmother. That is going to be a task. She lives in Chicago, so that's why it'll be a task. <laughs> um, and she has a lot to say. I told y'all that before. Granny got a lot to say. She's an ordained pastor and she has a lot to say. Um, I would love to interview my mom. I think that'd be lit, actually. 
Very. I don't think that we'll stay on subject for more than 48 seconds, but it'll be actually pretty lit. What y'all think about the interlude, though? Like, my aunt really, like, lived, man. Heavy on the lived. I mean, heavy on the lived. And I hope that, you know, with this short time that we have on Earth and with the resources that I have, I hope that I can tell her entire story over interludes over this podcast. I really, really hope and pray that I can do that. We are across the country from each other, so that will be difficult, but I'm going to try. Do y'all want to hear more? Let me know. Tap in. Do y'all... What, what, she? I really wanted her to tell more details of the shooting and more travel. But obviously, she needed to talk to her sister and read that story to her sister. And I wasn't about to interrupt that moment. So, we had that moment and it was beautiful. So, anyway, um, I did mean to record this in L.A. I got extremely busy. It was a lot going on. It was a lot of driving and a lot of traffic. But I will make this about more about travel. I will make this episode more about travel. Um, I've gotten a few what am I doing for my birthday questions on Instagram. I don't know. It will be different. Um... I think I will make like signups on Picture Me Living <laughs> where where you got to pay a deposit to even know where I'm going. Because sometimes people do want to know what you're doing. For real, for real. They, they don't really want to fuck with you. Um, that'll eliminate the flaking on my, and, and the heavy, the heavy, heavy, heavy um, mental health issues that I have with flaking. It really triggers the trauma of being abandoned. And I've had an, I've had enough trauma this year, so we're definitely uh not letting podcast world what I'm doing. Y'all gonna have to see it on Instagram. But depending on what it is and depending, you know, I do get carried away with planning. I may put it on picture me living. I may. So stand by for that. And um, that's all I'm going to say about it. I did go back and listen to a couple episodes. The Door to Black Explorer. People had questions about glamping. Do you know that you can go glamping here in America? It's not just there. My favorite American glamping spot is in Bear Lake, Idaho. It's the cusp of Idaho and Utah. It is beautiful. That lake is the most beautiful lake you'll ever see in your life. It is crystal blue. There are boats to rent, jet skis to rent, all that shit. Paddle boards. Beautiful. Um, there's a glamping spot in Decatur. Right here in Atlanta. Well, you know, Decatur is not Atlanta. But I kind of want to check that out. I want to go take some hot lemon pepper and go glamping in Decatur. I want to check it out. I need to actually for content for, you know, what I'm doing here. I wrote down that I need to explain the layover Trey Shereway. 
And I think it's because someone asked me a question. Maybe I sped through it. Maybe I had too much wine. Um, I don't book flights that have a layover anymore. Call me bougie. I know I said that in, in the Mexico, how I flew to Mexico first class. Um, because the friend that I was traveling with had all these layovers and I was like, girl, I'm not doing it. Um, I just don't do that. It don't matter what airline it is, unless I absolutely have to, unless it's like, you know, I'm going to Mozambique, you know, it's not an Atlanta direct to Mozambique, Atlanta direct Madagascar, Atlanta direct Bali. That's not happening. I can't help but have a layover. So in situations like that, I choose my layover. And that's what I did going to Columbia. Like I chose to spend the night in Miami. Like, um, so what I mean by I don't do layovers, um, I flew Spirit to Jamaica once, 2019, actually, spring break. My son and I went. And let's be very clear. And I have no allegiance or anything to any airline, right? I can't because of my career. And I'm going to pick the lowest price anyway, whether I had this career or not. So (laughs) Atlanta to Montego Bay, (laughs) spirit. When there is weather, you can't control the weather. Man cannot control, as far as I know. They probably can. I think they're making it rain over in Dubai, which is asinine. But um, as far as I know, man can't control the weather. So once that cloud moves and the planes can start taking off again, guess what? Guess who's going to take off first? Who got the most money? Spirit or Delta? You do the math. So now your flight delayed. Delta was already delayed. And them bougie-ass customers is already on on the line with customer service. I want my money back. I I get it. It's raining cats and dogs. But I have a wedding to go to in fucking Key West. Like, you need to get me there. So, um, Delta's going to get out first. United's going to get out next. American's going to get out next. Um, And not in that complete order. But Spirit gonna get our last. Either with Frontier or after Frontier. Tell you that right now. So with that being said, you're gonna miss your layover. <laughs> you're gonna miss your layover. So to recap, layover treasury way. I book a one way to the layover destination, which for me is typically either Miami or New York and I spend a night or you spend some hours there eight or nine hours to really get your bearings leave the airport go see the city go see somebody you know or have them meet you for lunch or whatever and you're just building in an extra layer of protection for your time when you treat your time like money you'll look at travel totally different so that's some a1 travel advice right there um i've been using a lot of companion passes recently 
Do y'all even know what a companion pass is? Do y'all even know what a companion pass is? So, my biggest pro travel tip is a travel credit card. I've said that and I'm going to keep saying that over the life of this podcast. Any traveler you see on Instagram, when they start giving you their travel tips or whatnot, I promise you it's going to include a travel credit card. You can refer back to episode 14 where I get into deets of the particular card that I've used. And um, I've talked about other travel credit cards before. I will dedicate an episode to comparison of cards. That is going to take some research that um, I'm just not ready to do right now. (laughs) It's a lot of work to travel budget friendly it is it is i'm not even gonna lie and if you're not willing to do that work um you're probably watching us travel on instagram and watching the travel network and watching these travel shows and some people are okay with that but for the people that's not okay with that it's a lot of judgment going around of women that travel so i'm gonna get off topic of companion passes for a second because i was just prompted to watch or listen to a podcast called Million Dollars Worth of Game, right? And it's a very popular podcast, apparently. Y'all may have heard of it. And uh, I told y'all I'm not an avid podcast listener. But to get better at this, I do feel like I have to uh, listen a little bit more. Especially with the clips that Instagram give you. They give you clips to share with no context. So, um, I decided to go listen to the um, episode they had with Brent Fayez. I'm going to save that opinion for another episode. But, just to highlight the travel portion of what they talked about. Gilly made a mention of... When you see a woman that travels frequently on Instagram, just know when she get to her destination, she getting the leather fucked off her back by the dude that paid for the trip. And I spit my coffee out. I mean, he's actually pretty funny. Like some of the shit that he said was pretty hilarious, but um, that's not the case for most of us. Actually, I've met women travelers that pay for their trip. While I'm on the trip. Um, in my history of traveling. I've only met one woman. That got flewed out. I'm going to say that again. My history of traveling. All the people that I've met. I've only met one person that got flewed out. So. um, I know y'all want that story. It's, it's, it was really good. I'm going to save that one. I'm going to save that one. That one was really good really intense really intense just to give y'all some tips book y'all own shit tell him to send you the money book your own shit ladies okay have an understanding of what's gonna go down when you get to that destination and book your own stuff okay anyway um 
Yeah, that's not the case, Mr. Gilly. Like, some of us are actually paying. It's a lot of women bashing going on in the podcast. And as much as I feel like women are competitive and backstabbing and just all of the above, I try my best not to talk about it on this podcast because, man, it's a lot of women bashing out there. It's a lot. It's a lot. Why are y'all so angry at women? Anyway, let's get back into the companion. I can go way left with that one. A companion pass is um, self-explanatory, but some people may need to really have it explained. It is a free ticket for your companion. So as long as you book that companion on your same reservation, for example, the two times this summer that you saw June and I, my son, go to Miami, his flight was free. When we went to L.A., his flight was free. I had three companion passes that were about to expire. So I booked my flight. So if my flight from Atlanta to L.A. is $368, um, both of our tickets, as long as I book it under the companion pass, those two tickets are $368 period. Um, that's it. It's just that simple. How do you get companion passes, Trey? Well, I already told y'all get a, get a travel credit card. <laughs> you could try to find somebody that work in the, in the airline industry. If you want to, I feel like, you know, using people is terrible. So I'm not going to advise that. Plus buddy passes are not guaranteed seats. And I'm going to sit down and talk to a flight attendant on here to explain that to y'all. Um, those aren't guaranteed seats. This companion pass is an actual seat. I picked my son's seat next to mine on both flights. Okay. It's a guaranteed seat. I don't have to worry about, am I going to get on this flight? Um, I'm going to read this straight off of an airline website. When you have their credit card, you receive, and it's a specific credit card too. It's not just their basic one. Um, They're going to get their money some sort of way. And when I get into the, um, I really want the anticipation to build up with the travel credit card episode because, um, first of all, I'm going to have to do a lot of research. Second of all, um, I don't want to spend too much time on one topic on this episode, but there are ways around them getting their money. We'll get into that. But you have to have a specific credit card to get all of this free stuff. I'm going to leave it at that for now. This particular company is a reserve or platinum American Express card. So with this card, you'll receive a companion certificate each year just for renewing your card. Yes, there is a fee for renewing your card. Okay. Um, Don't want to spend too much time on this. Don't want to, you can also, if I'm taking too long to get to that episode, you can look this up. This is all free information. Okay. Typically your first year is free. So I still strongly recommend this. I mean, the perks that you get 
are ridiculous, right? If you like to travel. So if you don't like to travel, this card will be a waste of money. I repeat, if you do not enjoy traveling, the card will be a waste of money. Find a different card, a, you know, Target has cards that they give out perks there. You might want to spend your interest on that, right? So, and certain cards, they'll even give you a first class ticket for free when you book a first class ticket. Now, mind you, this is a round trip domestic flight. So you can't book a flight to Japan. You can't book a flight even to Hawaii or Alaska. You have to book a flight. Um, you're going to get the most bang for your buck in Atlanta to Los Angeles. I did use it going to Miami. I really had to get out the house this summer and, um, I didn't get the most bang for my book, but my, my son flew for free and that's all that matters. So yeah, you get that every year and it expires. Mind you, um, with this company, I never pay for bags. Um, and it's not the free bag company. It is the company that makes the most money from their egregious check bag policy. I have not paid for a bag in years with this company because of the credit card that I hold. So I urge you, even when you're listening to this podcast at the house, to look up these companies, these airlines, and see which one fits you best, right? I will remind you, each big city has a different airline hub. If you're in Charlotte, it's American. If you're in Charlotte right now listening to this, I would go straight to American Airlines website. I wouldn't go straight to Southwest or Delta. I would go straight to American Airlines to see what they could do for me. You could get a flight from Charlotte to Miami for like $40, yo. Like, y'all are really sleeping on that. DFW is uh, American. Houston Hobby is Southwest. If you're in Houston, you actually have a few different hubs there. You might want to look into that. Um, Delta is not one of them. So if you're looking up a Delta flight in Houston, you, you, you know, that's not the first website I will go to. I've told y'all this before. If you're in Baltimore, BWI, you have a few different hubs. You're just going to have to drive. So, um, but your easiest one in Baltimore is going to be Southwest. If you're in DC, American and Delta, they're going to hook you up. Atlanta, you already know who's here. Miami. Go to American Airlines first. I'm telling you, find out who has the hub in your city and who has the most flights in and out. They're going to offer the cheapest flights. Look at their program first, their reward program. Sign up for the free one. And then if you're into the credit card to get the free perks, do that. Um, When I tell you the companion pass. <sighs> Saves me a lot of money. Saves me a lot of money. Saves me a lot of stress. And uh, they're very easy to manage on the websites. Do not sleep on the perks that you get from these companies. Okay. You're going to thank me later. I'll be here. I take tips. So obviously, if you date and marry someone that um, works for the airline that gets that companion pass benefit, 
it becomes yours. So, you know, that is a, a method also. But then we're going to have a flight attendant. My flight attendant friend is going to come on here and talk about all of that. Because she says she's sick of y'all grabbing her to get her attention on the plane. Like, say excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. Like, don't don't be touching her. It's monkey pox and shit out here. Like, uh-uh. Leave these folks alone and get them personal space. The same personal space that you would require if you were in that environment. So she's going to talk about stuff like that in detail and airport etiquette, etc. To make things go more smooth in that environment. Because sometimes entitled passengers can take shit way left when, you know, we live in this first world too. Like, y'all really be entitled to go to somebody's christening, you know, like, bruh. Calm down. So I had a few things written down that I wanted to talk about over the week. Um, first, I actually scratched some stuff off. I don't, I don't feel like talking about it <laughs> anymore. <laughs> this podcast world is up and down, man. Um, the sale items on Picture Me Living Dot Store. Buy two items from the shirt and hoodies section and get one for free. Hoodie season is approaching and we get the hoodies out fairly fast. You'll get it within a week, seven to 10 days. 10 days is the latest. But um, I just ordered myself some new shirts last week and I got them in the mailbox today. So buy two hoodies, get one free. Buy two shirts, get a hoodie free. Buy two hoodies, get a shirt free. And we have... Shirts for men. We have shirts for youth. We have shirts for infants. I am updating those today. We have shirts for women. The hoodies are unisex. I do wear a medium hoodie personally, and the medium hoodie fits most sizes. Unless you're super small, a super small woman, then you would want to get a small. Um, but the medium fits most women perfectly. Um, I do have a friend that has long arms. She's about five, eight and she has long arms and she wears a large, um, a long wingspan, I guess. So if you do have a question about that, hit me up about the sizes for the men. Most men get a large, extra large and, um, no one's ever, dissatisfied like everyone always calls us and like yo this hoodie fits nicer than I thought it would like I really like how the shirts feel and etc so buy two get one free y'all you don't need a coupon code to take advantage of this sale so I did have some other things written down like I wanted to go over the rap music debate I scratched that out I'm not passionate about that anymore (laughs) um And these are my topics. This isn't what someone else asked me. So if you hear me skip over a topic and you're like, nah, get into it. I double back. I'll talk about it. I get passionate once I know people want to hear it, basically. But somebody did ask me, why don't women know what they want to eat? And personally, I always know what I want to eat, right? Personally, and this is Treasury speaking for Treasury. I'm not speaking for all women, but I don't have any diet restrictions. 
Um, I pretty much I could find anything on any menu at any restaurant and be satisfied. I'm a true foodie. I know there are people that say they foodies, but oh, I don't eat pork. Oh, I don't eat beef. I'm a pescatarian. I don't eat pasta. I'm watching my weight. Bitch, I eat all that. Okay. I do eat certain things in moderation. Um, I do not eat pork. Every chance is offered to me. I, it's a very slim offering of pork that I'll eat. But nobody orders food from an all pork restaurant, right? Like it's going to be something on their menu. And I don't have to mention that. Like sometimes women get out of hand with their judgment. Like, oh, you eating pork? Ugh. That's disgusting. Like, uh, just relax. You know, get, I get why that's a question. And I get why that's bothersome. So I asked a friend of mine <laughs> that knows that I'm a foodie and that eats with me frequently. And I said all that. And he just looked at me. And I was like, why, why are you looking at me like that? Like, Am I like that? He was like, yes, you are. You never know what you want to eat. And I was like, nah, you lying. I said, give me some examples. Like, I really don't believe that. I even reworded it because I was like, this person is talking about those memes where the videos, TikToks or whatever, where the man is like, what do you want to eat? And the girl says, I don't care, babe. Order what you want. And then he says, Olive Garden. And she's like, ugh, I don't want Olive Garden. And then he's like, okay, Taco Bell. Ugh, I don't want fast food. I'm the type of woman that I'll find something off the Olive Garden menu. Um, But this, this friend said, no, you won't. <laughs> I think he's speaking on one instance of... A back and forth we had, and it wasn't, it was fast too, and it wasn't an argument. It was just, let's look through the Uber Eats menu and figure out what we can mutually agree on. <clears throat> Why don't women know what to eat? I think it boils down to come in the room and tell me what the fuck we're eating. Hey, I'm about to order Olive Garden. Okay, give me a salad. <clears throat> wasn't really feeling pasta so you gave us men you you give us the option to say what do you want to eat and we're thinking about it when you're already hungry so you should just walk in a room and say what we're going to eat especially if you're paying for it like just tell me okay cool i'll find some on the menu it's actually a turn on ladies uh Tap in. Would you rather your man come in the room and say, this is what we about to eat? Or do you still require the, hey, what do you want to eat? Do you still require the collaborative effort, <laughs> uh, the group effort of finding something to eat? Do you like me? Because if a man tells me, sometimes women, you know, groups of women do that, like, your friend will be like, hey, I found this new restaurant. Let's go to it. And we'll be like, okay, cool. Men don't do that. They ask us, do we want to go? So you gave me the option to say no. Women tap in. Like I said, I think I'm different. I could be delusional in that. 
I don't think I put up much of a fight, though. Not like these memes and TikToks. Like, we're going to find something to eat. I love to eat. So, I actually like the discussion. And I like that we're both happy at the end of the day. But if you tell me, hey, I'm going to order some wings. All right. I ain't really want no wings. But you know what? Lemon pepper ranch, please. Give me a side. They got side salad. Give me a side salad. So, the last topic I added last night. I'm going to reserve this for a guest. Um, I think men are getting tired of something that they started, actually. Men are getting tired of seeing twerking videos and pictures of women half naked. Um, The algorithm, which your algorithm is yours, like you did this, right? But the algorithm is getting annoying to them, right? <laughs> so, you know, instead of accountability, because, you know, that's just out the window these days. Women need to start doing better. I want to reserve that for a guest because you already know as a feminist, I don't like that. I don't like that. You need self-control. You need to figure out how to reset your algorithm just because you realize how immature you were. You're going to take that. You're going to project that onto a no, no, no. Um, I'm going to reserve that for a guest, which I am getting several requests for a guest. And I love it. I love it. I'm ready to end this season. I'm ready for the next season of this podcast. I'm ready to video record every single moment. And put it on YouTube. I'm really ready. Um, I'm going to take some time and study other podcasts. Like I said, the one I listened to was extremely informative. I mean, it was 50% I ain't agree. I actually bought 80% I did not agree with. And 20 I did. But the 80% I didn't agree with was not offensive. And if it was offensive... Or meant to be offensive. I didn't take offense to it. And it was hilarious. I think that is a great way to shove an opinion down someone's throat. By making them laugh in the process. Right? Especially if it's an opinion that you don't agree with. And that's something that I've learned from listening to a few other podcasts. like, Because um, I've seen some judgmental posts on Instagram. And it's like... Man, when you're on the other side of this opinion, it don't feel good. But to go back to what Gilly said on Million Dollars Worth of Game, like he was clearly talking about my Instagram. And every girl on Instagram, a dude is flying her out. And that's I'm obviously on the other side of the opinion for that, but I laughed. Like I genuinely enjoy his wrong opinion. Like I genuinely enjoyed that. And um I learned from that and I hope that I'm not shoving my opinion down anyone's throat. I hope that you get a laugh out of it because sincerely it's not my goal to be judgmental. It's not my goal here at Picture Me Living um, to pass negative judgment on anyone because I'm not in charge, actually. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to live forever. And I really want to enjoy the time that I'm here. And I want to pass around some happiness, whether we agree or not. 
so that you can also enjoy your time here. Listening to the podcast with your family here on earth. Like I hope that I can pass on a laugh in the midst of our disagreements. Also, I hope that I'm giving y'all some great travel tips. Yo, like that's really the whole point of picture me living. 50% of it, right? I said that 50% of it is to give y'all travel tips, to talk about travel, to tell y'all where I fell down and messed up at, where I learned from other travelers and pass it on. Another 50% is my life and bullshit, love, all of that, all that, my friends, laughter, and to hopefully tie it in and brighten your day. All feedback is welcome. Thank you guys so much for previous feedback and uh, leave a review. Five stars. Leave a five star review below. Leave a review specifically on Apple Podcasts because that is where it matters the most. I'm not sure why. Do not come for me. Um, <laughs> it is this podcast is available on other streaming platforms for other devices. I'm, I don't know why they make it so Apple reviews are important, but they are. So please leave a review for me. DM me at T-R-A-C-H-E-R-I with any guest requests. If you want me to run a guest back, if you want to be a guest, um, we got like four in line. Four. Quattro. Super excited. One guest is actually about to challenge me. Um, A comedian, actually. He hit me up and he was like, yo, <laughs> I want to, I want to hop on your podcast. Let's do it. And I told him I was ready. I ain't really ready though. <laughs> I think he might, uh, dominate. We'll see. We gonna see. All right. That's it for today. See y'all next time.